0: This afternoon, we turn our attention to the word of the Lord as we find that in Proverbs chapter 23, the verses 1 through 8, and then chapter 30, the verses 5 through 9. So first of all, Proverbs 23, the verses 1 through 8. This is the word of our God. When you sit down to eat with a ruler, consider carefully what is before you, and put a knife to your throat if you are a man given to appetite. Do not desire his delicacies, for they are deceptive food. Do not overwork to be rich, because of your own understanding cease. Will you set your eyes on that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings, they fly away like an eagle Toward heaven. Do not eat the bread of a miser, nor desire his delicacies, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. The morsel you have eaten, you will vomit up and waste your pleasant words. And then, chapter 30. Verses 5 through 9. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you, and you be found a liar. Two things I request of you. Deprive me not before I die. Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me, lest I be full and deny you, and say, who is the Lord, or lest I be poor and steal, and profane the name of my God. And then in connection with this, we will also look at Lord's Day 50 of the Heidelberg Catechism, which is our focus for this afternoon's sermon. So, Lord's Day 50... where we find the following, what is the fourth petition? Give us this day our daily bread, that is, provide us with all our bodily needs so that we may acknowledge that you are the only fountain of all good and that our care and labor and also your gifts cannot do us any good without your blessing. Grant, therefore, that we may withdraw our, tu- our trust from all creatures and place it only in. In you so far. And after the sermon, we will sing hymn sixty three, the stanzas one and five. Dear brothers and sisters in our Lord Jesus Christ, what a wonderful blessing to be in this place and to sit at the feet of our Lord Jesus Christ, our teacher. And the lesson he gives this afternoon is on the prayer, give us this day our daily bread. This prayer is uplifting and encouraging because it reminds us what we receive is given to us by a gracious and heavenly Father who has adopted us into his family and who is willing and also able to provide us with all the things that we need for body and soul. In the fourth petition, Christ is teaching us to consider the source of all we have. The Almighty, who is great and glorious and majestic in all His ways, provides for us right down to the bare necessities of life. The salvation the Father grants through His Son includes our physical well-being. He gives food and drink, health, shelter, and clothing. So that we can serve Him with our entire being. He provides for all our physical needs in view of our daily office and calling that He has given to us. Our task to seek the furtherance of His kingdom, to do His will, and to glorify His great and holy name. Without the blessing of God, from whom all blessings flow from the Father who feeds us to everlasting life without the blessing of this God. All our cares, our hard work, our grocery shopping, our daily bread cannot do us any good. Praying for daily bread is a prayer for food, clothing, shelter and other necessities with a view to the task we have been given to serve one another, and to glorify God. In other words, we are asking the Lord to provide us with food and provision and all the supplies we need as we make our way through this life with all its ups and downs, its mountain peaks and dark valleys. Whatever is necessary for us to continue serving the Lord and one another That falls within the scope of our daily bread. Hospitality, caring for those in need, giving with generous hearts, and you could add more things. And we are to trust that the Lord, upon whose name we call, who is rich in mercy, is also rich in what he supplies. The prayer give us this day our daily bread. Is in place because the request is made to your father who is fully capable of supplying your needs. You've heard it said before that prayer may not change your circumstances but it changes you and that's true certainly true here. When you pray fervently and from the heart, give us this day our daily bread, you will have a different attitude toward the things of this world, the material goods and services. And you begin to realize that the things we crave and hanker for, what we fuss and worry about, and spend endless hours talking about, are not what matter at all. The Lord is our portion. The Lord will provide. So let's listen to how Christ Jesus teaches us to look to the Father for each day's needs. And we'll look at two things this afternoon. We are to recognize who gives, and secondly, who receives. More than anything else, the teaching of Scripture makes much of our gracious God and how He provides out of His hand for all things living. So as we consider Christ's teaching in the Lord's Prayer, we must realize that the focus is on the Father as giver. James writes, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights. Did you notice that? Every good and perfect gift is all-encompassing. It's the Father who gives. He doesn't owe it to us. As children of the Lord, we are provided with every blessing. And yet, so often, we carry on like selfish and spoiled children who never have enough, who think others have it better than we do. We can be so wrapped up in ourselves so that we forget who provides for us every day in His grace, in His mercy, in His goodness, and in His love. He is the only fountain of all good. And since all things have been created through Him and for Him, He takes care of all His creatures. He feeds the birds of the air and clothes the grass of the field. Psalm 24 says, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. And such a statement goes far beyond our small talk about the weather and climate change and the influence of the World Economic Forum and globalization. And it affirms and confesses that the God of the covenant possesses, governs, and provides for his entire creation. God the Father Almighty, he reaches down and he provides his children with special care and attention. He provides for all your bodily needs. Well, brothers and sisters, do you believe this? Do you confess it publicly? Also, when you are tempted to fret over rising food and gas prices and insane house prices and you name it. Do people hear you talk as those who pray, give us this day our daily bread, or as one who takes the same approach as anyone else in society where people respond to this according to their political and economic leanings. When the Lord God delivered Israel from Egypt, they struck out into the wilderness, and after a few days, they ran out of food. Imagine that. Stuck in the wilderness with no food and water. But did God let them starve? No, he didn't. Even though they were great complainers and not a whole lot worse than us, the Lord provided them with manna where it was impossible to bake bread and water where there was none. And later, when the city of Samaria was besieged and faced extreme famine, God provided for them, even though they were rebellious, and did not acknowledge the Lord. He provided for them in such a way that their famine was turned around in one day by a divine defeat. And the four accounts of Christ's earthly ministry record stories of Jesus feeding multitudes that fainted from hunger and supplying the physical needs of countless people through healing and deliverance. Brothers and sisters, the Lord takes care of his creation and he especially takes care of his children. Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? In light of our Lord's great mercy and compassion for us, who deserve nothing we pray give us this day our daily bread the lord who in mercy supplies us with our needs has the means to provide and does so in the way that pleases him give us this day points to the lord's ability to accomplish what he desires he has the supply And so much so that Paul could tell the Philippians, and my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Time for some water. I'll repeat that. Paul could tell the Philippians and my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. God's ability exceeds our needs. Our supplies may be suddenly exhausted due to unforeseen circumstances, but God does not exhaust his resources. He does not have to give us a notice telling us that for the time being his supplies are running low. And so the Lord Jesus can confidently tell us to address the Father and ask, give us this day our daily bread. His ability to hear us and to simultaneously provide us, provide for us is not frustrated. The psalmist expresses this so poignantly. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. Are you still with me? Jesus introduces to you your Father in heaven, before whom you can bring your daily needs. His mercies are great, his compassion's overflowing, his, in, his ability inexhaustible in meeting our needs. And that is why you ca- are called to be content with what you have received, because it is enough. The apostle writes in his letter to Timothy, but if we have food and clothing, with these we shall be content. The prayer give us this day our daily bread has such a God-centered focus. It's not so much about us getting stuff as it is about our discovering the great sufficiency of our sovereign Lord. So this prayer causes us to trust, rest, have confidence in the gracious mercies of our Heavenly Father. For the independent minded modern Christian, this prayer is not easy to say with full conviction. Oh, we are glad that God is there to help us out when we need Him. Yet, for so many things, we perceive that we can handle it ourselves just fine. We have our basis covered through our own smarts and financial planning and pension plans and social security. But here's the problem. In our success, we easily forget the most basic lesson. He is God, and we are not. When we pray for bread, we may not demand it that it be given to us as if we have some right to food and health and a place to live. Christ is not teaching us in this prayer to stand up for our rights, but to plead upon what the Father promises to us, his children, his sons and daughters. Remember him, who at your baptism, promise to provide you with all good avert all evil or turn it to your benefit the lord gives us our daily bread but who is it that receives so second point who is it that prays give us this day our daily bread is it not the adopted children of the father The Lord provides for all living things. Two plural pronouns help us to understand an important dynamic in God's provision of our needs. Give us this day our daily bread. And that tells us that we pray in solidarity with other believers. And perhaps even more so, we pray on behalf of our brothers and sisters. As people of God, we do not live in isolation, but we are praying with the holy, catholic, and apostolic church. Oh, we can get caught up in our own little worlds, can't we? Building our own little kingdoms and wanting it all so badly. Don't you catch yourself at times holding on to things way too tightly having the same obsessive cry perhaps inwardly as Gollum of the Lord of the Rings when it comes to what we have and what we want for ourselves. My precious. We forget that we are praying with all the saints throughout the world. Just take a moment to find out what other Christians are going through right now. And you'll find out that 80% of the world's wealth is in 20% of the world. And we are part of that wealth. And 80% of our brothers and sisters are not give us this day our daily bread, is a prayer for our brothers and sisters in our local congregation for their health and well-being, that there may be sufficient finances for daily provision. It is a prayer for our brothers and sisters who live in much more difficult circumstances than we do, who are faced with calamity and hunger and war and oppression, and persecution, and find it hard to find food for their families. We're praying with those who are disadvantaged, abused, and treated miserably. This is a prayer that we say for those who have great difficulty saying these words. We go to the throne of grace with them and for them. And we pray with the confidence that our father hears and answers the cries of his children so the Christian life must not be lived in isolation from others or without the concern for one another and that is to be reflected in our prayers as well daily we are to pray for the needs of others the us and the our pronouns unite us as children both in terms of daily need and divine supply. While we pray for our own needs, we are to make sure that, we are, that our praying includes the regular prayer for others. We must bear one another's burdens and not merely look out for our own personal interests but also the interests of others. To quote Galatians 6 and Philippians 2. Beloved, with this petition, our Lord Jesus gives us a marvelous lesson on living as disciples of Christ. We are taught to speak about our food and drink and about our health and our daily well being in such a way that it is clear to fellow believers. And to people who do not know Jesus that our view of daily provision of food and drink and clothing of mortgages and house and gas prices of economics and budgets is different from the philosophy behind free enterprise and capitalism and socialism and communism. We live here as disciples of Jesus. Who have prayed, our Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And praying, give us this day our daily bread. We realize that we must take good care of our bodies and our minds. But again, we do so with the words of what we confess this afternoon Ringing in our ears. Grant, therefore, that we may withdraw our trust from all creatures and place it only in you. Well, brothers and sisters, remember this when you're about to do something about your diet and exercise. The prayer, give us this day our daily bread is just as much a prayer to acknowledge the Lord will provide as it is a prayer that we may have the self-discipline to eat proper foods, to stay away from health fads and crazes, and to stop presenting this remedy or that form of exercise, this new diet or that pill as the cure for all that ails us. By praying, give us this day our daily bread. We're asking the Father to give us the physical energy and emotional and mental stamina to get up each morning for a new day. Give us clear minds to make good decisions when called to, to find the right answer to a problem and to be alert. Give us as people for whom Christ died the stamina To come through each day and end it praising you for all you provide. Even if that day ends with much grief and sorrow. You see, this prayer is not just for the healthy and the wealthy and those in the workforce. When I am sick and I pray, give us this day our daily bread, I am asking God to give me the strength to be sick in a Christian and God-fearing manner. To our last gasp, the prayer for daily bread must be on our lips and in our hearts. As we pray, we acknowledge the Lord will provide for our infants and young children, for the teenagers that eat you out of house and home, and for the seniors in long-term care facilities, and for those receiving palliative care and who have a hard time swallowing and digesting their food. Oh, there is so much beauty and strength in this petition. We keep praying this petition to our dying day as we continue to confess our complete trust in the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, please don't let up or give up. Sometimes the pressures and stresses of life take us where we don't want to be. We're tired, unmotivated, unable to see our way through the mess. We suffer from anxiety, panic attacks, depression, mental breakdowns and they may threaten to paralyze us so that we have great difficulty being in public, going to church, coming to large gatherings, and you name it. But here's the question. Have you been intentional about responding to these things as a disciple of Christ? And have you taken the words of the fourth petition Fourth, words he taught you on your lips. Do you believe God will not forsake you in your trials, but will provide you with all things you need for body and soul? As we pray, give us this day our daily bread. We're humbled to know that God is our provider, both rich and poor, Are to humble themselves under the mighty hand of God. Both acknowledge their own need and God as the provider. Both admit their weakness and God's supply. Humility and gratitude go together. God does not give us what we deserve. In humility, we admit that we are weak and helpless. We stop putting on a front as if we can manage things on our own. In gratitude, we admit our dependence upon the one who graciously cares for us. And praying for daily bread changes your worldview too. So that you find yourself content with what God has provided. We place no value on things. Christians, in much of the world, are thankful for a little more than daily bread. Their meager income and modest lifestyles may be something that we look at and pity. But perhaps we can learn more from them than they can from us. Especially when we are inclined to be picky about the clothes we wear and are quick to to shove away from ourselves a plate of food when we don't like what we see. Many have learned, like the Apostle Paul, to be content in whatever circumstances they find themselves. This is what God has given them, so they rejoice, and they give thanks for his provision, even when, by our standards, it's quite modest. And maybe not enough. Brothers and sisters, look to your Heavenly Father for each day's needs. Let us call on Him and discover anew His abundant mercy and sufficiency. We are challenged by this prayer to pray for one another, to be regular in lifting one another's needs before the Father so that all of us together live in humility gratitude and dependence on our Lord. Our Lord provides the bread sufficient for today. Well, let us look to Him. And in doing so, may our view of life be changed to the glory of God. Amen.